0: Welcome to the movie podcast review of The Tomorrow War. My name is Shabazz, and of course, I'm joined by my only co-host that I've ever had on this show, ever in this history of the movie podcast, Daniel. Daniel, hello, how are
1: you doing today? Hello, Shay. Thank you for welcoming me again on the show. Um, it's a delight to do the show with you and only you every single week. So uh, why does it I, feel like
0: you're under duress when i when this when you're uh, talking about? Sorry, right now? I'm just
1: reading what the paper says in front of me. Sorry, Anthony <laughs> is Anthony is, behind you? Anthony is there threatening me. Yep, uh, yep. He says I had a feeling. It is a pleasure to do the show with you. Is that what you want me to say?
0: There's no way he would say all those okay. things. He can't read or write. No, <laughs> he can't. <laughs> no, but Anthony, you know Anthony
1: again. You know he didn't make it into the future. So now, we're recording. He's this at the review.
0: today war. He's doing the today war, <laughs> and uh, we're over here just jumping ahead and doing the tomorrow war.
1: It's true. He didn't make it. He didn't make it this no. time around. So you know what? We keep going on. We Listen, fight for our get- future.
0: You get the top two performers of the movie podcast on this one review. And then next week, you'll probably have a review without me or something like that. Who knows? And I mean, will it suck? Probably, yes. But will the fans hate it? Obviously. Um, what else do I have to say about that? Not much else. Uh, you know, I was hoping for something positive, but you know oh, what? Uh,
1: <laughs> do you will think it they will have revolt against sounds? It? Yes. <laughs> yes. Will it have sounds in it? Yeah,
0: of course it'll have sounds. Of course. But I mean, will you like them? No, definitely <laughs> no, not. No, no. No. <laughs> As always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week, like look out left and right, because there's going to be a review episode dropping just like this one. And you will have all the latest movies and series reviewed just for you because we are the ones here, you know, s- sitting on our beds and in our chairs, watching these movies and TV shows for you. Not for ourselves. No, for you, the audience. For you. We will lie down
1: on the, you know, th- we will take the bullet for you. We will lie oh, down wow. on the change tracks and watch that film. So, you know. Did don't you say change to. tracks or train tracks? Uh, both, actually. Ah, you know, uh, okay. You know, make like, sure, you know, sure. the change tracks. So, you know, when the train has to change tracks? Uh huh. I'm lying on that part.
0: You're lying on the on the on the part where the train is not going to come. It's just going to change right. to the other one. But I so want, you survive. I want it to look like I'm doing right. something of great value. Of course, yes. the The thought is there, and that's what they say. The thought is what counts, right? And right. you know what also counts when you follow the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok and Letterbox. While you're also thinking about us, think about leaving us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, and make sure to join our Discord. All of those, all that information is in our show notes, so make sure to give that a quick look and see what you like some announcements before we get into our review today last week we had Tara Strong on the show and she was absolutely phenomenal uh, she's the voice of Miss Minutes and so many countless characters throughout your history of watching movies and TV. This week we have Gabriel Berstein who is the cinematographer, cinematographer for Black Widow. He was absolutely phenomenal and Daniel and I had a great time chatting with him. We have more reviews that are uh, already out like Fear Street 1994 Part 1, Zola, Black Black widow that's a big one why haven't you listened to that episode already listen stop this episode and go listen to our thoughts on black widow take the cassette out because i'm yep. assuming people are listening to our episodes on a cassette and jump and get the cassette for the black widow review shay while i have
1: you i just want to ask yep. you do you mind if you know i feel like i've been mailing out a lot of our cassettes i was thinking yes. maybe we should just start putting our show on the internet instead
0: I don't know about that. The internet seems kind of scary. I've been oh, watching no. a lot of movies and you know, guess what? You can't it's trust it. You can't trust it. can't trust it. I don't trust the internet. Uh, and we also have our Fast 9 review out there too. There's so many more reviews on there. I could spend this whole 80-minute cassette talking about those reviews. But if you go right now for just 19.99, you can order a five-cassette tape series of all of our reviews on the website www.podcast.ca please don't do that because it's not real. Also on the
1: other side of this tape you could listen to the 20 greatest love songs ever
0: recorded. Uh I'm going go to
1: I'm going to sing a minute of each song right now starting with oh, Michael please. Bones. No I'm not going to do that right now.
0: <laughs> Michael Bolton. I've got a review for you. <laughs> live without you. No, I'm not going to do it. Copyright is- strikes. The reason why we're we're taking so long to get to the <laughs> review for this movie, uh, you know what? No spoilers. I'll, I'll 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 get there and we'll talk about it. But coming soon, Fear Street Part Deux, nineteen seventy eight. That review will be coming out soon, along with the Forever Purge. That's the review that I won't be on. So you know what? Because I'm kind of giving this as an advance notice. When you see that review drop, just don't listen to it because I'm not on there. It's just gonna <laughs> you know be. know It's just gonna be Daniel Anthony. Do you I'm want go- that? Do you really want that? I, I'll be honest I don't but the show goes on so I'll <laughs> the show must I, go on I'll take
1: what I could get at this point right that's you you're you're quitting so you know we have to keep going
0: on I'm, I'm just taking a, I'm taking a sabbatical for uh, a week oh, just, just <laughs> one, one, one week review. long <laughs> one 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 week long one review uh, but the movie we're talking about today and not tomorrow, is The Tomorrow War. This is directed by Chris McKay, who you might remember directed a small film called The Lego Batman Movie, Literally, had a great time with. They're it, small in that movie. Because they are small Lego in characters. that film. They are little minifigures, as they call them. This is written by Zach Dean, and it'll be available July 2nd, so not Canada Day, but the day after Canada Day. So if you're listening to this on Canada Day, it's Tomorrow. On Amazon Prime. This is starring Chris Pratt, Yvonne Strahovski, and J.K. Simmons. Thank you to our friends over at Amazon for delivering us this review and Prime Day shipping as well. (laughs) And for... (laughs) Daniel, hit us with that sweet, sweet synopsis. Definitely. In the Tomorrow War, the world
1: is stunned when a group of time travelers arrive from the year 2051 to deliver an urgent message. 30 years from now in the future, mankind is losing a global war against a a deadly alien species. The only hope for survival is the soldiers and civilians from the present to be transported to the future and join the fight. Among these recruited is high school teacher and family man Dean Forrester, played by Chris Pratt. Determined to save the world for his young daughter, Dan teams up with a brilliant scientist, Ivan uh, Strahovski. And his estranged father, played by J.K. Simmons, in a desperate quest
0: to rewrite the fate of the planet. Wow, that was some plot, I'll be honest with you. it really kind of gives you gives you those vibes of movies like, you know, Edge of Tomorrow, which did such a phenomenal job of creating this fish out of water, like alien attack film. Right. Very, very cool. Dan, I'm also going to kick it over to you for our first reactions. Please bless me with that as well. You
1: know, this this one was supposed to be coming out last December. It was supposed to come out on Christmas Day, um, and it was going to get a theatrical release, but it ended mm-hmm. up being pushed uh, to July and then kind of moved up a little bit more because Mission Impossible was there. Um, and then, you know, Amazon acquired it. And this is something that we've been seeing a lot of this year, not just with Paramount Films, with Sony and a bunch of other ones. Everyone is reshuffling their schedule, right, to find something that, to have a good, to find a good, the best release for it, and, and that means selling the film to a, a streaming site, that's going to happen. If it means sh- delaying it two years like James Bond, it's going to happen. You know, like we're living in unprecedented times right now. Um, mm-hmm. But getting to this film, um, you know, it's directed by Chris McKay, who I thought did a great job with the Lego Batman movie. And, you know, he's been rumored for so long to be doing a Nightwing film. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. The last thing Chris McKay also worked on was Doolittle, which came out last year before the pandemic. Um, Chris Chris Pratt is somebody I really enjoy watching. I think him in the Jurassic World films, and I think him, of course, as Peter Quill, Star-Lord. He's great. He's very charismatic, and he's just a character that you enjoy watching on screen. Um, You also have some other great talent that contributed to this film. Uh, Lauren Bolf, who is a composer who has done brilliant work throughout his entire career. Also Mission Impossible uh, six, uh, sorry, fallouts. And he just did the score for black widow as well too, which was a great score. And obviously of course you have Larry Fong, somebody we've spoken many times about on the show for his amazing cinematography, Batman versus Superman, sucker punch, Watchmen 300. Uh, the list goes on and on of such amazing work that he's done. Um, and now we're here at the tomorrow war and i you know, I'll, I'll just be straight up, you know, like this wow. wasn't a film that that I really enjoyed. And I think mm-hmm. the premise is interesting. You know, anytime you're introducing time traveling and, you know, like you're fighting for your future and you kind of there, there's it's, it's an interesting concept, you know, like time travel films. And I think, you know. What this film does differently is like, okay, we're actually going to the future of the fight. We're not going in the past to change something. So right off right. the bat, you know, this is different. And I and I, and I dig that premise. What I, What I wasn't in love with was just, you know, everything that kind of followed in the rest of the film. And that just includes Chris Pratt's character who I didn't really feel like he – he didn't really feel like he was – in, like he didn't feel as interested interesting to watch in this film you know and i think right. that's where i was struggling with his um wh- wh- where the holes because like you're having these things happen you know you're going to the future you're fighting and it kind of just seems like a lot of sensory overload and when you're going to the future to watch to, to fight these creatures you would hope or just anticipate the future looking a little different the future really didn't look that different it just looked like it was taking place in a city or on a beach or in a forest. You, there wasn't like a really a dynamic shift in how this film looked in the future. So that made it already a lot less interesting to watch. And then mm-hmm. you kind of have a plot where you're like, okay, we're trying to figure out a way to, you know, to defeat th- these aliens, to defeat these aliens and the aliens feel more like animalistic. So they're not really like smart or intelligent, like humanoid aliens. They're, they look like kind of like, Like alien, like like, you know, they look like kind of like alien, like just creatures, right? So they don't. I know they're intimidating to look at, but they're not very like interesting as characters, right? Because you never know, you don't know anything about them other than they will attack you. So I'm like, okay, they're no different than any type of wild animal at this point. So I think Uh just think. My interest level in the events that were happening were never that – it never had its hooks in me. And it just felt like things were happening, explosions were happening, bullets and guns were being shot, but nothing was capturing me in that moment.
0: Right. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing here, Daniel. I I wasn't a huge fan of this movie. I think a lot of it was because there was just so much happening and there was – a lot of exposition dumps and a lot of locations that were really not interesting at all. And plus you have not a single character in this movie, in my opinion, that was likable. I didn't even like Chris Pratt. And I, and I typically like him in the two franchises that I think he mostly carries right now are, well, guardians and Jurassic, right? I mean, everything else he's kind of done, like passengers also wasn't a huge fan of either. And his character in that one was an asshole. And then you have something like this, where He's not that strong and he's supposed to be a high school teacher, but he's just, you know, really good in the war as well because I think he was ex army or whatever. He was, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you get all these different elements and all these other side characters in this movie, and not a single one of them leaves an impact on you. You go into space or you go into time, but it really just feels like they're going into a portal, into a different location, not so much a different time period altogether. You have these aliens who really aren't that interesting either. Again, like you mentioned, they're very animalistic. They're just more so attacking and and reacting. And then you have not a single really shot in this movie that catches your eye. The way the, where the way the aliens move is also so aggressive and so violent that it kind of just made me just get a headache while watching this movie. I never felt any connection to anybody in the movie. And I just was really hoping it would end soon because it kept going down so many cheesy tropes. It followed almost every single action sci-fi movie trope that you could imagine. And then when you have to look for a cure for this these aliens and how they can kill them faster – it just all becomes really, really silly and you don't buy into it. And I think that was my toughest problem with the movie as well.
1: I think, you know, you mentioned, Shay, that, you know, this movie kept going on. It really did. You know, this movie clocks in at about two hours and 20 minutes. And you're going to feel every single one of those minutes because it, it the pace of this film is very slow. Yes, there are some – there are – Like no word of a lie, there are some cool moments in this film and I think there were a couple times we leaned over at each other and were like, hey, that was a really cool shot or that was interesting. Mm -hmm. But there's not enough of those moments to really keep your attention in the film. So if you're looking on Amazon Prime and you're seeing that this is there, you may click onto it for a little bit and then you may watch and maybe decide, you know what, this isn't really for me. Um, And I just think that's because the story itself and I think just the events and how things go down you're just, it just feels a lot like noise. And I was watching this, I'm like, man, there is so much happening right now. And, you know, we have a great setup, we have great sound, we have a great TV, but like, and we're paying attention, but you start, you're still not processing what's happening because right. it just feels like everything is happening and it, there's not anything really there um, to, to, Kind of get your attention. There is a plot point that I thought was interesting. I don't want to spoil here Um, Mm -hmm. with regards to Chris Pratt's daughter. Um, I thought that was an interesting kind of idea where they kind of travel down in this in this film. I just wish that they did more with it because you know if when you if you watch this movie, you decide to watch it, you'll know what we're talking about. But it's it's just something I'm like I wish there was more to this because I think this could have been a lot more of the backbone of this film rather than just another kind of side moments in a larger louder film
0: this movie feels like it you know it would have come out during 2012 or 2013 right really really in the in in the mid 2000s era uh movies like this today if you really want to make them you got to make them really smart and i think you know going back to edge tomorrow it did such a good job of making it entertaining yet also very smart and also easy to follow i i like to think of myself as a pretty smart person. I had trouble following the – Not many would say that. Most people listening to this right now are like, this guy's a dumbass. Yeah. But I had trouble following the Tomorrow War. I just – was so confused half the time because there were so many things they were throwing at us and there would be like small plot points that would just, you know, like when they're hinting at something super weird like volcanoes, you know that that's going to be a factor later on in the film. And now you're just sitting there like, well, when's the whole volcano thing going to happen? Because right now, I don't
1: get it. Right. But. And there's 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 obviously again there's a time there's time travel it's it's going to be weird but there's also elements like you were saying Shay just like that where it's like okay that feels like a random thing to bring up right now I wonder how this will play in later. Um, mm-hmm. And I think just when you think this movie is ending, you still have another 40 minutes, which I thought yes. I was like, OK, this is a very interesting uh, way to tell the story. And it just feels like a kind of a different movie now at this point. Um, yeah. Also, I wish we had more J.K. Simmons because more J.K. Simmons in a film is never a bad thing. Is never a bad thing. This film did not have enough J.K. Simmons for me at
0: all. And the moments that he was in the film, he was really wasted in them. You know, you've got to put anybody else in the movie, but when you have J.K. Simmons, you got to utilize him. And I think yeah. that's a huge problem that I had with Christoph Waltz Inspector, Spectre, for example. You have finally Christoph Waltz Inspector, Spectre, but you don't utilize him. This is kind of like having J.K. Simmons now in this sci-fi action film. I, I found him more engaging as Gordon in the Justice League movie. And he oh, has definitely. three seconds, three seconds of, of scene time in that right.
1: movie. You know, I found him more engaging in, you know, his two minutes in Up in the Air. You know, when he's talking about like, you know, that's also a small role. Small role, big impact. This film, big he's, you know, he's a big, he's a top billed character. But he's not in it that much. And when he is, no impact at all.
0: None. None whatsoever. Daniel, before we get to our final recommendation for this movie, I just want to remind our audience that we are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're on Letterboxd. We're on any app. We're on MySpace, probably, I think, too. Are we? We're, Shay, we're on MySpace. We're on Neo uh,
1: GeoCities. We're on GeoCities. Uh, we're, we're, we're on Napster. We're on Napster. We're on everything. We're in a chat room in
0: 1994. We're there, we're too. We're on uh, SQL. What was it called? A Q. AOL keyword, the movie podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But go ahead and follow us at the movie podcast and make sure to leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you are by any chance 200 people... Go ahead. We, that's all we need. We need 200. And after that, you guys can stop listening to us. No, please keep listening to us. I need this. <laughs> uh, let's get into our final recommendation. Daniel, what would you want to recommend to our audience out there about the Tomorrow War?
1: Listen, you know, uh, a good friend of the show and former co-host would say, you know, you've already paid for it. You might as well watch it. Well, here's the thing. This film is a time commitment. This film is about time, but I don't think it's worth your time. Um, so, for myself, I'm going to say skip it. Mm,
0: that, was, that was poetic, I'd say. I'm just glad I really went through don't... it without messing up. I'm really glad you did, too. I practiced it this morning. Uh, <laughs> I'm also going to say skip it. Um, there isn't much here that you haven't seen already, and whatever you are going to see, you're not going to like. Again, that's, thank you again so much for listening to our episode and review of... The Tomorrow War. This is the movie podcast, and you can catch us every single Monday. And throughout the week, we'll be dropping those little reviews, kind of like we did with this one. Don't forget to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Letterboxd, I'm just trying to remember them off the top of my head now. You know, like I, I don't want to ever have to think. I just we should come up with like an acronym for them. You know, like, uh it It's a little It's almost like you actually do lit, because Letterboxd, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Follow us on Lit. Yeah, but it's, gonna be, lit, you it's know? gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. But if it's you're wondering, live. what does lit stand for? It stands for Letterbox, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So yes, and again, you, all of our show notes will have all those links as well. That was this time with the Wii podcast, and we'll see you next.